Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to RWV Live. I'm Chesley, and I'm here with Pastor Mary Jean Pigeon. We're Hi so there. glad that you've joined us this afternoon. We've just been having a wonderful time just getting into the Word of God Amen. in an in-depth Bible study. <laughs> in-depth. Um, we've been talking about the power of God's Word, the power of prayer, um, the power of pleading the blood of Jesus over Amen. ourselves and over our families, over our nation, over the world. <laughs> so I'm just going to recap a little bit of what we um, what we've been focusing on. And we, we got into John chapter 11, verse 4, and which is Jesus' declaration concerning Lazarus. And it says, This sickness or weakness is not unto the advantage of death or Satan, but for the sake of the glory of God, that Amen. the Son of God may be glorified through it. So let's just focus on any situation that we're going through uh, declaring from that moment that it won't be to Satan's advantage, but that God's name would be glorified. And then we talked about Second uh, Thessalonians chapter 1, verses 10 through 12, and it says, When he shall come to be glorified in his saints and to be admired in all of them that believe, because our testimony among you was believed in that day, wherefore also we pray always for you that our Amen. God would not count you worthy of this calling and fulfill that our God would count you worthy <laughs> say, yeah. of this calling count. and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith. So it's for his glory. Everything that we do in his name is to glorify God. And that means our victories and that means our prayers getting answered and all of those things Amen. is for the glory of God and for his name's sake. Amen. <laughs> and we need to remember that it's not to his glory that we be sick or that right. we be broke or that we, it's his glory when we, bring the victories that he's already won. Yes. He's already won those victories and we bring them into manifestation in the natural earth. Amen. And that, sh that, sh that shows how good he is as our yes. father in heaven. He is good. And that's important. Amen. And you know, uh, this week, Chessie, I was, uh, felt like I was quickened by the Lord <clears throat> to remind the people that pleading the blood is sometimes, I know when I first learned to plead the blood and put the blood over things, I was pleading the blood over everything. And finally, the Lord said to me, pleading the blood is not an excuse for sin. It's it's buying time to deal with the sin. It's buying time to create an atmosphere for the Holy Spirit to work in people's lives. But it's not an excuse. You can't just keep pleading the blood and sinning. It's a it's a it's an arresting of sin, you know, because actually uh, one of the scriptures talks about when things are destroyed, it will destroy the works of the devil. That means to paralyze. And that's what the blood does. It paralyzes the works of Satan. Amen. But it also energizes the, the righteousness, the, yes. the glorious righteousness. And the, it energizes the light, increases the light, and paralyzes and decreases the darkness and the works of the enemy when we plead the blood. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So today, uh, oh, by the way, I was looking at our last week's program mm -hmm. and it was good. <laughs> I mean, you need to go back and watch some of the episodes before yes. because there's a lot of information of knowledge. And I'm, I'm, uh, <clears throat> I like in-depth studies and, and I'm big on the scripture that says wisdom is, uh, makes a man strong, but knowledge increases strength. And knowledge increases strength. <coughs> Excuse me. So having the knowledge of God and how to pray or 
how to release the power of God is very important. And um, also, I feel in my heart so much, ladies, that um, that God is calling us. I mean, there's, we're seeing in the scripture you just read about, what does it say? He calls us. Read that, that the Thessalonian one. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he shall come to be glorified in his saints and to be admired in all them that believe, because our testimony among you was believed in that day. Wherefore, also we pray always for you that our God would count you worthy of this calling and fulfill yeah, all the is. good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith. Of this calling, of this calling. And I feel like our Father uh, is calling us as men and women to come into our positions and our place to, of his image of, yes. of Christ in us, the hope of glory. And he's calling us to uh, get our house in order, mm-hmm. get our families. Uh, think about Rahab, um, you know, and in, in, um, in fact, I'll just go there right now real quick. Rahab back in the book of uh, Joshua, uh, she was the, the little lady on the on the wall. I thought said she was a prostitute. Mm-hmm. But when the spies came in from uh, the Hebrews that were coming across the river, when they came in, she hid them and she protected them. And so they promised her that when they came back to take the city, that they would not touch her house if she hung that scarlet thread out the window. Right. And he said, if you, your family will be protected, your household will be protected. If you get them all inside here and hang the thread out, the, the scarlet thread out the window. Mm-hmm. And that's what I feel like, um, God is, is cautioning us. Jesus is coming soon and we're yes. running out of time and we need to be um, more diligent in our prayers. And I'm as guilty as anybody to be more diligent. But let me tell you, uh, establish your household. Uh, I, I like to make, make a list of everybody you consider in your household, your kids, your parents, your brothers and sisters, your aunts and uncles, cousins, <laughs> whoever, and, and write it down and call it your household. And lift that up before the Lord Amen. whenever you have time for prayer. Lift that up before the Lord. Put the blood of Jesus over it. Bind the works of darkness and keep them in a safe place. Amen. Because the glory of the Lord is going to pass through the land. Yes. And it will destroy unrighteousness and uplift righteousness. So we want to be tucked away. Right. And, you know, sometimes watching this pandemic and the news and Sometimes I feel so sorry for people that don't know what we know. Mm-hmm. If you don't know Jesus and even past knowing the Jesus and how to pray and where it's that he's the physician and he's the medicine and he's he, he is our vaccine. Right. That's a lot of talk about a vaccine. Mm-hmm. Jesus is our vaccine. His word is medicine to our flesh. All these things. Uh, we don't have we don't have the fear and the worries that some of the people do. Mm-hmm. So we're going to continue on today. You know, we were looking at our motive for prayer and get past me, get past you and get into him right. and his name being glorified. Yes. And so I've, I've put it on a little. Um, there we go. There we go. <laughs> Hallelujah. OK. And it says ready, aim, fire. I got this from a, a seminar I did many years ago. And um, it's called Woman as a Warrior. And, and it's about prayer, ready. And in our ready, it's prepare our, ourselves with our motives and positionally, uh, it will eventually work us into our positions. Mm-hmm. We might eventually get to that awful word called submission. <laughs> 
It's a it's it's not a dirty word. It's a power word. Amen. But eventually, someday we'll get into that because our motives behind our prayer and holding our position as God has called us, not trying to walk in someone else's anointing or uh, be the head and not the help when it's in in different times. We're to to walk in the anointing that God's given us and the calling that he's called us to. Mm-hmm. And as women, we have a particular calling. And aim, seek God for the prayer strategies. A lot of times we just throw prayers out there, but we need to find out the strategy for each occasion. Remember, uh, Joshua tried to redo the same war plan mm-hmm. and got in trouble. So just because it worked in one prayer uh, time doesn't mean it's going to work the next time. You need to find the the strategy for that particular situation or person that you're praying for. Mm-hmm. And thank you for the Holy Ghost, Lord, that he, yes. he's here to teach us. Mm-hmm. And then fire is to release our faith and then the maintenance of keeping that faith out there until we see the manifestation of what we've asked for. Amen. Amen. And that's where we lose it. Sometimes I like to say that our greatest, my greatest problem would be unfocused faith, mm-hmm. that I, I would lose my focus on my faith and then I'd drop the ball, if you will. And so then you've got to pick it back up and, and reestablish yourself in your faith. Now, um, we're not working here. Our next, there we go. There we go. Sorry. Our next slide, we're, we're trying to get you the scriptures here so you, you could uh, know you can see them. You know, you've got an ear gate and you've got an eye gate. Right. If you can see them and hear them, it's twice as powerful. In fact, people learn differently. Mm-hmm. Some people learn more by reading. Others learn more by hearing. Right. And so we're, we're going to try to capture you both ways. But this is such an important scripture, and it's, it's called, um, In the fullness of time, when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son made of a woman made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. And um, to, to say Jesus is coming soon, when the fullness of time, you have yours already on your paper, but, but mine's a little different. Uh, we are in the fullness of time. We are in the fullness of time. And just let me read to you. The things that were going on in Abraham's day when the fullness of time was coming for their deliverance from uh, Exodus. But in the fourth generation, the Lord was telling this to Abraham in Genesis 15, 16. But in the fourth generation, they shall come hither again for the iniquity of the Amorites is not yet full. And so he was telling him that his 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 household would go into bondage. And then in the fourth generation, when the, when the iniquity of the Amorites is full, then God's going to deliver them. Well, listen to what causes the cup to be full of sin. Thirteen sins of the Canaanites. Homosexuality, incest, inordinate affection, adultery, idolatry, profanity, bestiality, witchcraft, whoredom, dishonor to parents, murder, stealing, and lying. We're in the fullness of time. Yeah. We are in the fullness of time. And it said, when the fullness of time, Galatians 4 and 4 and 5, in the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son, 
who born himself of a woman. And when I first saw that scripture years ago, I thought, whoa, he's going to be coming through women initially. I mean, we have a sensitivity to the unseen realm, Chesley, mm-hmm. that we get into in our books and we've done in our earlier episodes about the, uh, the, the dominion in the day and the dominion in the, in the night, right. that the woman carries that dominion of the darkness of the unseen realm. And so we will pick up on some things because of what the world calls a women's intuition. But we, we will pick up on things that are hidden and then in the spirit realm. Women and children have a sensitivity. Children, because they're so innocent. Right. But women have a natural side of God that's sensitive to the unseen realm. And, and that's what everybody gets when you get born again and spirit filled. So, mm-hmm. but in our natural female state, mm-hmm. we have it also. And so, uh, he's going to be using us ladies. He's going to, he's going to be tapping our shoulder like he did Deborah when she in, in, inspired Barack to, uh, raise up and go out and fight the, fight for the Israel. And so he wants his ladies ready and paying attention. And that's what we're, that's what we're encouraging you about and all of us about yes. here today. So, um, let me show you something. This is, this is good. This is, uh, I know this, uh, I sidetrack a little bit. Let me take a side, a side issue here. And this is called, um, in the, remember in the scripture we just looked at, when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son made of a woman made under the law to redeem them that were under the law that we might receive the adoption of sons. Well, in the redemption, uh, in the Hebrew language and in the Hebrew studies, uh, when God moved in redemption, he moved in the motherhood side of the Godhead. There's a member in the beginning. He said, uh, let us make man in our image, in the image of God. He created them male and female. He created them. Mm-hmm. So male and female in the image of God, he created them. And so when he moves towards rede- in a redemptive form, he's moving out of his feminine side, out of his motherhood side, uh, in, in redeem. And so the reason he was brought forth of a woman was to redeem them that were under the law. Well, this, what you see on the slide there is mother in Hebrew is E-M. E-M uh, spells mother in Hebrew. And also Aaron and Moshe or Aaron and Moses, their names make up E-M, mother, and they delivered the children from Egypt. Esther and Mordecai, their names, the first letters of their names make up um, uh, mother. And Elijah and Messiah, the first letters of that, their names make up mother. So the, the redemption is, that's coming in the rapture of the church, mm-hmm. the redemption that we're waiting on because all these sins, the iniquity, the cup is full. Mm-hmm. And the redemption that we're waiting on is, is he moves out of his feminine side, his motherhood side. So that's why I'm saying that women are going to play a major part in the, re, in the rapture, the return of Jesus Christ. We're going to play a major part. Yes. And so we want to be ready. Right. We want yeah, our ready. motives. We want to be cleansed and our motives right. Mm-hmm. We want to be in prayer. Mm-hmm. Remember, I, I remember, I think last week we talked about how Barbara and Steve Arbo talked about the 
atmosphere of prayer in South Korea mm -hmm. and how when they went there, they just immediately got into prayer. Mm -hmm. You know, mothers have a sense about them for their children mm -hmm. and God will use that for his children, yes. for the church. Yeah. And so uh, that's why we need uh, to increase our to increase our ability to submit, which is a no-no in today's world. <laughs> kind of I can hear the demons now scrunching, gnashing their <laughs> teeth. Because when a woman learns to pull back and come up under and support where she's called to, mm -hmm. that's when the power of God flows. Yeah. That's and right. the devil does not want the power of God flowing. Mm -hmm. So... I'm telling you, and I know from experience that it's not an easy task. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm, I'm the type of person that when it comes in my head, it goes out my mouth. <laughs> so I have to, I have to say, whoa, whoa, and not go, go. <laughs> and, uh, and my husband knows that. But when I learned the art of submission, uh, it helped me a lot. Amen. And it helped, it helped our household a lot, mm -hmm. you know. Yes, it does help the household. <laughs> as much as it hurts, once you get past the pain of it, it it's good. Right. When you see the fruit of it, when right. you see how effective it is and, and really how God can flow through the husband, through the wife, yeah. and into the children. Yeah. You know, I, sometimes I laughingly tell my husband, well, that's easy for you. You have, you, you don't, you've not, but they do. Depends on where they work and what they do. He was on staff at a church. Years ago, they had seven um, pastors on staff. So he had to submit. Mm -hmm. He came home. He, when he comes home, he's in charge and he's the headship. But when he get, went to work, he had to submit. Mm -hmm. And so what we do when we learn our, our the art of submission, Jesse, is that we are manifesting the power that's in that. Mm -hmm. And uh, it the men see that. Mm -hmm. And then it helps them when they have to go to work and submit somewhere. That's good, yeah. They see the, the power of it. Mm -hmm. And we need to pray for them because I think about that responsibility right. on their shoulders right. to lead. Right, right, right. <laughs> and right. I'm like, you know, I don't really want that job. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the, the thing is, is that a leader has to, has to be a step ahead, mm -hmm. has to have vision, has to know where, you know, has to guide the ship. Mm -hmm. And so that, that, that is a sacrificial act in itself. Right. You give up of yourself to seek God, mm -hmm. to find out what he wants to do. And then you got to go tell the people that are following you mm -hmm. what he wants to do. <laughs> and, you know, like I tell people all the time, leaders don't just happen. Right. The people that allow them to be to lead them are what make leaders. Amen. You know, that's good. It's it's uh, at any rate. So just knowing that the motherhood of God is the redemption part of God. Mm -hmm. And we're waiting, we're looking for the redemption of the church, the, the rapture of the church. Mm -hmm. We're looking to, uh, to that. So it's going to be women being used abundantly. Yes. So um, then we got to, um, there were those. Did I ever show that? I didn't show that slide, sorry. Those, the, the, the 13 different sins before the cup was full of iniquity and time for redemption came. And I would say we're dwelling in a world time. full of that sin right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and the, the, 
the thing about it is it's not even allowed to be called a sin. So, but according to the Bible, and that's what we're, these are considered sins. Mm -hmm. So uh, last week also, and I kind of backed up a little bit, um, we had discussed fear. Remember we were talking about fear last week mm -hmm. and how to embrace it. Mm -hmm. It's good to embrace it so you can get over it. And then you're free to pray and believe in faith mm -hmm. and your prayer. Like if you're, um, well, I was talking about when we stepped out from, from Bracewood and um, uh, we were, you know, the, the fear was we could lose our house, our car, everything we owned. We were making a terrible mistake. And so once I saw us completely fail <laughs> and embraced it, and knew that th nobody was going to take Jesus away from me, I was free from that fear. Right. So I, sh I shook off the fear, and then I was free to believe. Right. Amen. Yeah, you have to face that worst-case scenario. <laughs> yeah. So in this scripture, for as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. You know, I noticed something is that the devil has, um, uh, y'all might have known this all along, but the devil has evil in it. Mm -hmm. Just move the D away and right. it's evil. Okay. <laughs> you, she, she already knew that. So. <laughs> He's evil. I just I noticed it. <laughs> and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Now the word through there, through death, and through the fear of death, that word through is a little Greek prepositional word called dia. It's D-I-A. And it's the channel of an act, the channel through which something happens. So um, likewise, he took part of the same that through the channel of death, he might destroy. And the word destroy here is really interesting. It's to render entirely idle or useless to make of none effect. That's why I say when we plead the blood over something, mm -hmm. uh, we, we paralyze it. We're paralyzing the, the evil, but destroy, we render it that he would destroy, he would paralyze him that had the power or the dunamis, miracle working power of death. Mm -hmm. Satan has the power of death, but the blood of the lamb, Jesus Christ, through his death, he paralyzed that power. Destroys that, yeah. Amen. The power of uh, to to render it entirely idle. Mm. Stop and think that when you put the blood over things, mm -hmm. the works of darkness are declared entirely idle. Amen. So, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> and then it says, um, "When he shall come to be glorified," and this is the one we started off with in the beginning. When he shall come to be glorified in his saints and to be admired in all them that believe, because our testimony among you was believed in that day. So I always like the, 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 he, I mean, stop and think about this, Chesley. He's coming to be glorified when he adds, and I think women play a major part in this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like it said, um, the, the woman being uh, the fullness of time, he, Actually, in Galatians 4, when he says he was made of a woman, it, it's literally he born himself of a woman. Amen. That always amazes me about the Lord. Mm -hmm. He created the seed that made the tree that built the cross that he <laughs> hung on so we could have salvation. Mm -hmm. And um, he 
created men, male and female, in his image, and then born himself of that woman. Amen. It's just amazing. Talk about amazing God. (laughs) Yes. Talk about. And so when he comes, he's coming to be glorified, not in himself. This is really an exciting scripture. Mm -hmm. When he comes, he's come to be glorified in his saints. Yeah. That's us. Yes. If you've received Christ as your savior, you're a saint Mm -hmm. because he gave you the gift of righteousness when you received him into your life. Jesus has made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. And so uh, when we receive him, we receive this robe of righteousness mm-hmm. right off. And he's coming to be glorified in his saints and to be admired. Now, glorified means esteemed, honorable, or of high repute. And admired is to wonder or marvel, to feel respect and approval for. I, I feel like, you know, people are going to come up and say, let me, let me... Let me, I want to, I want to get closer to you. I want to, <laughs> how did you do that? How do you stay so peaceful in the midst yeah. of all of this darkness? Mm-hmm. You know, of course you get the other side of it too. When you speak the word, mm-hmm. I was reminded the other day that um, the word is, uh, I, I spoke what the word said about a situation one time, just like uh, discussing these sins that's what the word calls sin, but you can get in trouble mm-hmm. saying that because the word, Jesus said the word, my word will be your judge on judgment day. So they, they feel the judgment of it and you're not intending it as judgment, but the right. word just in what it is. The truth ju- offends people. It, it <laughs> if does. In sin or if right. they don't believe it or. That's exactly right. So the there's truth. the positive and the negative, mm-hmm. you know. So anyway, so there. <laughs> we could say hi to some ladies that are oh, good. with us. We have um, Barbara Wright is with us and Linda Messner. Hey, and Linda and Barbara is with us. We're glad y'all are here. Hope you're enjoying. <laughs> I got lost here. <laughs> we just did Second Thessalonians 1, 10. 10. Yes. Let me see if I was through with that. Oh, just to know that when Jesus comes and we're seeing the cup of sin is full, is getting is very full. And so that's that's when it kicks into the redemption. Mm -hmm. And that affects that's where women play a major part is in the redeeming side of the Godhead. And so um, uh, he's coming to be glorified in his saints. So we want to be ready. We want our motives pure. We want uh, we want to be in the right position. Mm -hmm. You know, purpose, purpose, position, and power. Yes. Good book, in case you're interested. Purpose, (laughs) position, and power. And so um, being in order, and we'll see that in just a minute, is very important in the kingdom. Mm -hmm. And we've translated from natural world system, uh, a world secular system, to the kingdom of God and the principles of God's kingdom. Mm-hmm. It's like we're building an ark out of that. Mm-hmm. And um, so uh, in in Second Thessalonians, well, we saw 10. And then in verse 11, Second Thessalonians 1, 11 says, Wherefore also we pray always for you. The, am I on there? No, sorry. Help you to keep up with me. There we go. Wherefore, also, we pray always for you that our God would count you worthy of this calling 
and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with power. So being glorified in his saints and admired in them that believe is a calling. It's part of our calling. Yes. Um, for men, it's part of their calling as the, ma- the male image of God, the manhood of the, go- of the Godhead. And for women, it's the feminine image of God, the female part of the Godhead. And so we have a calling, which is to be admired and glorified in him when he comes. And that's a calling. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've done seminars before on the high calling of motherhood. You know, motherhood is is like lessened. In in my day, mm-hmm. when my kids were young, it was a it was almost shameful if you didn't work outside the home. In oh. fact, one day I went to the beauty shop to get my hair cut, and when I sat in the chair, the lady said, because there was it was so rampant that if you didn't work outside of the home, you weren't weren't smart enough to work outside to to work outside wow. of the home. Yeah, it was it was a real downer. Anyway, I sat down in her chair, and she says, "Do you work inside or outside the home?" I said, thank you for that. Thank you for saying that. <laughs> because when I worked in an office, mm-hmm. I got a coffee break. I got a lunch break. <laughs> I got to go home at 4.30 or 5. When I got home, when I was at home raising children only, mm-hmm. there was 24/7. no coffee break. <laughs> there was no lunch break. There was no quitting time. Mm-hmm. And so they're both challenging things. Yes. So... um <laughs> At any rate, uh, the high calling of motherhood is a, you know, when you stop and think about that, if you're, if you're a mother right now and you're at home and you're feeling like the world is passing you by, that's what would happen to me sometimes. The world is passing me by and I'm here just with these kids. But just stop and think about this. You have influence on the destiny of a human soul. Yeah. Amen. I mean, there's nothing... You, you couldn't run a major corporation and have anything more powerful than mm-hmm. governing a soul for eternity. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a high invaluable. calling. Yeah. It's, it's a high calling, and God is looking for uh, mothers. Amen. And even if you don't have give birth to children, the motherhood of God is in you as That's female, right. and uh, there are maternal duties. Mm-hmm. Actually, in Timothy, when it says she'll be saved through childbearing, mm-hmm. it almost sounds like that a woman can't be saved unless she gives birth to a baby, <laughs> which you know that can't be true. Right. But she, uh, when it says she'll be saved through um, childbearing, means her maternal duties. Mm-hmm. So fulfilling the ma- ma- maternal side of the Godhead, which is an influencer, and there's a lot of it in here, and we will co- cover a lot of stuff like that in the days ahead, but the power of influence that you carry Mm -hmm. and how to handle yourself in that is uh, very important. So you're an influencer. Mm -hmm. So wherefore we pray always for you, this is 2 Thessalonians 1, 11 and 12, that our God would count you worthy of his calling and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with power. Mm -hmm. That the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you and you in him, According to the grace of our God and the Father, according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, um, the, uh, to see that this, that he would count you worthy of this calling, which is to be admired and glorified in his saints. So he would count you 
worthy of this calling. Wow. And that's our prayer today. I mean, when we when we end, I want us to end with that praying for everybody mm -hmm. that we will all be counted worthy of our calling before the Lord as women. Yes. Amen. Made in his image. <laughs> that the name of our Lord Jesus Christ be glorified according to the grace of our God. Now, the word, the little word there, according to, is a powerful word. It's kata, K-A-T-A in the Greek. I don't know if I pronounce it right because I'm not a Greek <laughs> scholar by any means, but I like to look up words. But Rick Renner talks about kata as being a, a powerful word, has a strong dominion that comes down and, and really uh, dominates. Mm. So according to the grace of our Lord, may the name of the Lord Jesus Christ be glorified in you and you in him under the dominion of his grace. Mm. And I didn't make a slide for this, but um, in Second Thessalonians, um, excuse me, Second Corinthians chapter six in the Amplified mm -hmm. six one, it talks about grace and it defines it and it talks about how it it strengthens your heart. Grace, I, I love this definition of grace, and there's a lot of definitions, but this one I like. Strengthens your heart. His grace will strengthen our heart towards righteousness and turn it towards righteousness. Mm -hmm. That's powerful. It is. It's a force. It's a force. Yeah. Grace is according to, under the dominion of the force of his grace mm -hmm. on you. So you're not doing this by yourself. Right. <laughs> it's the power of God in you and through you. Mm -hmm. And and uh, I remember, I, I guess one of the most powerful times that I experienced that grace mm -hmm. was I was dealing with an issue with, a, with another person. And, um, man, I was, I was, I was getting led right up to almost hating this person. <laughs> I'd never really hated anybody, but twice in my life, there have been people <laughs> that tempted me greatly to hate them. And so I was, remember the very day I was standing there and, and, and I just said, Lord, when I, I could sense that hatred trying to take hold of me. Mm -hmm. And I said, Lord, I am so sorry. I know this is not pleasing to you. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm just so sorry. Please forgive me. And I mean, instantly, my heart, it just lifted off my heart, that, that attitude, wow. that hatred. Yeah. It just, and I, I know that was his grace. He just, yes. he infused his grace into me. But you know, the thing about grace, I think that people kind of try to twist it a little bit is yeah, some it. people might say it's, you know you could feel like that and that's okay because his grace is sufficient but really the grace is there like you said to empower you to, to not change, do like that right? yes to for change, change that's heart. good that's it's true. not to say you know well i'm just gonna act out of sin or think this wrong way because jesus bore this his for me at the cross and sufficient. yeah, yeah <laughs> grace is grace it's there to empower you it empowers you not to have jealousy or right. strife in you. It empowers you. It takes, it took it away from me. I mean, it, it, it was an instantaneous thing. Mm -hmm. It's not always instantaneous, but sure. it was an instantaneous thing. And, and it, it just lifted that off of my heart. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> oh my goodness. We've been going and going and going. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't see the clock. Thanks for hanging in there with us. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Well, let's just finish off with the fact that this is all to, for his namesake. Yes. 
the name of our Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you and you in him. And it reminded me of Exodus 27, point, uh, 20, verse 7, that says, Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. So um, you, you don't lift it up and carry it around without it producing fruit. It's mm-hmm. going to produce fruit right. in, the, in the name of Jesus. So let me just encourage you that if, if it doesn't seem to be producing fruit, find out why not. Yeah, that's good. Go to the Lord and say, okay, I'm doing what I think is right. I'm doing the best I can. Sh- correct me. I always like to say this, Lord, correct me or confirm me. Yeah, that's good. So he'll either confirm you're doing right, just keep on, or he'll show you, he'll give you a little minor adjustment, <laughs> like a little paradigm shift yeah. in how you're viewing things, and it'll release the power of God for more. Yeah. So <laughs> tell your friends to join us yeah. next week, and we'll get we'll go on some more. We've got lots to, to look at mm-hmm. about the order of being in the right position and uh, being ready, aim, and fire. Yes. Amen. <laughs> so stay Thank ready you, Jesus. this week. Stay in an atmosphere and an attitude of prayer, and you'll see the victory. And let us know how we can pray with you about things. Yes. Let us know that. Feel free to comment. Yes. Amen. <laughs> well, God bless. bless you. We love you. Bye-bye.